All right. Here we are. We're back. The Caught Looking Show off-season edition. The free agent frenzy has begun, and the boys are back in action on, on the Skype call. Getting ready for you guys. Introduce yourselves once again for the people at home. Yeah, guess who's back? Back again. It's Caught Looking, and I hope you've been telling your friends. <laughs> That was the worst thing Joe could have ever said. But, <laughs> but I think there's been worse. But no, nah, there has been. But but we're back and it's fun. So and, uh, when you've turned on the episode today, you may have noticed an advertisement. Um, yes, we have sold out. We are making money off your ears, and you're gonna sit there and you're gonna take it. And you're gonna listen. Just make. You're gonna listen. Bread. Watch it. You're gonna get. We're gonna get this MF in bread, okay? And you're gonna love it. First thing that we need to talk about. Free agency is Bryce Harper went to a concert with Chris Bryant, and that means he's going to the Cubs. Wait, he also lives in the same building as Jacob DeGrom. He's going to the Mets. But don't forget, he's also going to the White Sox. Boy, it's just been madness. People are traded. People are getting picked up. What's the first one we want to talk about? We'll go Donaldson, just because it was the first one. It was the first domino. First big move of the season, easily the first domino to drop. Um, Josh Donaldson to the Atlanta Braves. Who did somebody predict this? I forget. I believe I said this at, when we were at your house, Scaff. I this believe could have that, been, that could have been like episode six, maybe. I think it was episode three. Three? Wow. Yeah. Three. Wait a second. Three. No, it was me. Yeah, no, so you I think said Machado. Dickhead, you, you said Machado. No, no yeah, me. you're right. You wouldn't have said both. You, you did say Machado. That was you your said pick, Machado. I said, I said Donaldson, you scumbag. I, I think we got to look back at the tapes. But we'll regardless, have the fans deal, look back at the tapes. Somebody look back at the tape and let me know. Thank you. Great. Well, this nice. deal this deal is interesting, to say the least. Josh Donaldson is at the age right now where you don't expect the guy to sign a one-year deal. But it's a shit ton of money for a one-year oh, deal. Yeah. A guy that didn't really produce a lot last year is making $23 million this coming year. And I get that he was hurt, but he's been hurt. In the past, and he's been an MVP in the past, too. Yeah, the past two years. So I don't know. I mean, obviously, it upgrades the Braves lineup, but I don't know if it's as big as people think it is, especially if we get the Josh Donaldson of the last two years. Right. Yeah, you could bank on that, but what if you get the Donaldson on one MVP and they have Acuna and Freeman and, you know, Ozzy Albies, and not to mention the potential trades they could make? Getting Donaldson isn't the end of their offseason, it's just the beginning, really. I mean, it was it happened pretty much like it was the first it was the first major signing and it was the biggest of its kind. Yeah, I, I gotta I gotta say something because tonight I'm gonna talk a lot about the public opinion of like trades and signings because there is half of the Braves fan base that loves Johan Camargo. Like to the point <laughs> where they would die for him. And it's I it's a kind I, of a culty thing though. It's a little yeah, bit of a culty thing. I just don't get it because Obviously, Josh Donaldson is a game changer, but there are people, legitimate people, that are furious that Johan Camargo does not have a spot to play next year. Johan Camargo and Josh Donaldson. That's the, the hidden sense. story of the of the offseason, I think, is Camargo, the, the injustice done to Camargo. The, he, I mean, he was solid last year, so it's not like it, it's warranted at least a little bit. But this is the second year in a row this has happened. <laughs> they Batista did it last year. Yeah, and everyone for was what, like, four days, Johan though. Camargo, we need him to start. And now Josh Donaldson's a little bit bigger, and he's going to get a little more leeway than Jose Batista. So uh, if you're Johan Camargo, uh, I wouldn't bank on playing a lot. And yeah, no, they'll, they'll, they they said they were going to use him as like a super utility infielder. He's going to play first, second, third, short. 
So yeah, he's going to bounce he, around. He's gonna replace, he, he, no, he's got no spot. Though. He like, has he, no spot, but Javier like Baez didn't have a spot. Javier Baez is the best player in the league. I'm pretty sure Javier Baez and New York Margo aren't the same person. They also, who are you going to replace? Dansby? Uh, Ozzy Freeman, no. Freddie Freeman. They have one of the. Now I have to say they have one of the best infields uh, in the league, probably. I'm gonna say that. Well, yeah, but they adding Camargo and having him as that factor doesn't hurt. Like having him no, on no, their no, bench, of course not. In worst case scenario, they they can use him as a trade piece. He's he's got value. He's he's proven young talent. So yeah, yeah. And they got McCann more back. for the Braves. We didn't talk he, about McCann. They also got McCann. I just yeah. gotta say that uh, he has no value as much as Braves fans say he does. He's not. <laughs> he's not a savior, dude. I'm telling you. I know he's not. I need he's not to be savior. adamant on this. No, no hold but on. The Braves you know, fans. Camargo is. is not That's the savior thing. of the Atlanta Braves. No, I will Joe's say that. My great bias against the Braves, though. Don't I think the Braves are the favorite in the AL East. I mean, NL East, and I'm oh, gonna say you're that. Crazy. You're uh, I I just think that uh, you know, they they put together such a good team of young and like veteran it's it's really there's really not much more you can ask for from a, from a unit other than oh go continue no, 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 i interrupted you go ahead you well go no ahead. no i i, I, I your, spot, your spot question like your question could have made my answer even better so yeah, i would like you i to was ask gonna it. say i was gonna say that so uh my question was just like that now that they've made their their uh lineup better do you think they go and get kimbrell back He's looking for six years, man. That's a lot for a guy who's not, who's clearly, at least from this past season, downhill right now. I mean, you saw the second half of his season was putrid. The first half was right where you expect him to be, but the second half, he was not good. The playoffs, he was terrible. He was their worst pitcher out of the bullpen, which is confusing. But However, he was as good as he was as bad as he could be without blowing the playoffs. Okay. He didn't blow a single save. Do you want that as your heart attack closer that comes in with a two-run lead and blows it and then wins by one run? Yeah, you know, he didn't having technically a, cost anything. Yeah, having a shutdown closer, which the Mets just got, so I'm an idiot, but it's overrated, man. That that Jerry's Familia type of stuff when you have the guy that you don't know okay. if he's going to close the game, he's going to load the bases with nobody out and maybe get out of it, but probably not. That's what base, That's what you live for, man. That's baseball <laughs> right there. Joe, that's that is 100%. That was 100% the dumbest thing you ever said because no. Jared Familia literally is the reason the Mets don't have a ring. Oh, <laughs> yeah. People forget yeah. that. Yeah. And so Collins. I hate you kind of wish you had your shutdown closer then, huh? Yeah, but it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and watch, watching it uh, broke you my heart. So, you, know, you know what's just a little bit just a little bit more fun? Watching your closer go out there and fire bullets, yeah. nine pitches, get three strikeouts, yeah. and get out of that with yeah. a, a 4-0 World Series sweep instead of, that oh, we lost 4-1, and we're the Mets, and continue to be a joke, and we're going to ruin everything we have. Sorry. Yeah. Well, part of that sounds and, like Edwin Diaz, if you ask and, me. Oh, my God. You, it is Edwin Diaz. I can't wait. No, we're waiting. Edwin Diaz is a heart attack and a blow-up in an in a bottle. Like it yeah. actually just put no, together into sense. one thing. Because he, any statistical numbers that you would give me would not back that up. But that makes sense. Fifty-seven oh, of fifty-eight last right. year. We're getting into two it. ERA. Look at this. No. Look at two years ago when he, he's been an inconsistent closer. You can give me one good year and I can show you fucking he's Eric Gagne won a side. Years young. Old, you moron. He's right. twenty-four. That's How bad. Years do you think he's been in the league? That's bad. He's been in the league for three years. This is his third year. And this is his second good year. He's bad at his first year. 
That's so what? Else, what his he was bad when he was twenty-two. Dude, he is Roberto Ozuna. The he's the same closer. Yeah, because the vibes I get off of him is that he's gonna beat his wife, dude. That, okay, that's I'm, what I'm, I, no, no, that's all ridiculous. Right. That's I'm why not, Roberto Ozuna is still a good pitcher. That's the only reason he ruined his career is because he's an no, idiot. He's not. He's not. No, dude, look at what he did. Like he's not that good. right dude. now in Houston. No, he's not. Look at the playoffs, Joe. Look at what he did when it mattered. He got spanked around by the Sox. I don't care what you say. In the seventh. Edwin Diaz hasn't closed a game out that matters. Put him in the playoffs game seven and watch him collapse. Dude, Zach Britton hasn't closed a game that matters. How much money is he going to make this offseason? Zach Britton is overrated. I'll show you Zach Britton when I think of Edwin Diaz. I think of Zach Britton. A a one-year fucking lucky showing. Anyone can do it. He tore his Achilles twice. Yeah, well, Zach Britton is, again, one-year guy. Not like it's – he's not anything special. I think that this move – let's talk about this Mets move. Obviously, we're already talking about it. But let me say the pieces real quick just so everybody knows. Oh, cause I know about it. Go ahead. Sure. This the, guy. Okay. <laughs> like he's going to so, change anybody's mind. The New York <laughs> Mets traded away Jay Bruce, Jared Klinik. <laughs> Uh, their number three overall prospect, Justin Dunn, their number four overall prospect, <laughs> and Anthony Swarzak, a uh, reliever who didn't didn't do much out of the year. Four, $20 million, Robinson Cano, an eight-time All-Star, mm. finished in the MVP voting top five three times. 36 years old. old. Yep. I get it. No. Okay. And Edwin Diaz, the 24-year-old AL reliever of the year last year. That is the details of the trade. Did you just trade away your closer or something, bro? How did how did Edwin Diaz win reliever of the year over Blake Trinan? Can we get that? Like, who was closing games that mattered? Blake Trinan and Blake well, Trinan. Okay. Had an yes, I agree. Play. I'm not. Blake Trinan was better. There's no doubt. But you guys forget the Mariners were good for a while. They only faded out in the like uh, September August range. Right. They were good for a while. They were. Right when, right when Robinson Cano came back, like just right around that. Right around Mariners the time started. 82 games passed. Yeah. All of a sudden, things started to fall yeah. apart for the Seattle Mariners. Now, let's talk about this. The New York Mets have now went out and gotten another old second baseman who has the potential to be a washed-up player. Do I think he's a bad player? No. But the New York Mets just pulled the dumbest thing they could ever do. Once again, they've entered an offseason where things are looking bleak, but the only people that things think things are good are Mets fans. So their new inexperienced GM Love this. Goes to the, goes to the Seattle Mariners and says, Give me the guy that got suspended for half the year and is super fucking old and the very young and inexperienced closer, which by the way, we don't really need because our bullpen sucks anyway. And well, I'll give so, you everyone in my farm system, even though it's going to hurt me in two years when we're back to where we were today. Joe, let me jump in here. Let me let me let me jump in here because we want that. We I, need that on our team. I do want to say that it is almost like cut and paste the last three off seasons for the Mets. Like it's like we're gonna just it's marginally not, no. we're going. gonna marginally improve a little bit, kind of, and you're gonna look back at it and be like, well, I don't hate the move, but I don't Dude, love it. It's December second. What, what do you want so far? It's no, December so 2nd. Far. I'm saying Joe, that you Joe. already fucked up. Joe. The, it's only December 2nd. The smartest thing the Mets could have done. I've said it, dude. I think they should have traded. They should have traded everyone they had for fucking whatever they could get. They should have pulled the Mariners before the Mariners did it. 
because you're not winning. You are not winning with the team you have. Hear it and understand it. The Mets are not winning with the team as currently constructed. It is that simple. They are not good enough. I agree. The team currently constructed, we are not winning. But exactly. we're changing. But we're going to side Bryce Harper. Right right and we're gonna no, it's my turn to talk. Harper. I waited for you guys. I got to go on a rant right now. Brody Van Wagenen, in the month that he has been a general manager, has made the best trade, at least the most notable trade, since Cespedes, which was three and a half years ago. So since then, the Mets have done absolutely nothing. How'd that work out? Yeah. Uh, we went to the World play. Series. We went to the World Series. That guy yeah, lost. We did. And okay, then we now went what? to the World Series. You did the now. same thing in 16, dude. Let let's me sign finish. Robinson. Okay, but let's sign Robinson Cano. Let's sign, like, let, what are they going to sign him? We traded for him. Tough no, guy. but my, my, listen, my point is that they re signed oh. Cespedes. Joe, stop getting all defensive on me, buddy. Okay? I'm yeah, just I telling you personally because he really wants us to be good. Of, I want to talk for a minute without you guys interrupting. Well, you're saying stupid that? things, Joe. I you're can't. You're on the wrong show, pal. You're on the wrong show. Yeah, get out of here. Brody Van Wagning is changing the culture of the New York Mets. This team has never been the team to make good moves, to make responsible moves, to make any moves at all. Every single offseason, we say the same thing. Why didn't we sign a big player? Why didn't we go and trade for somebody good? If you guys don't think Robinson Cano is a big player, better than Jay fucking Bruce, and this move does not make the Mets better in 2019, you are crazy. I'm not saying that this move will make the Mets win the NL East yet. We have work to do this offseason, but this has made them better this year, and there's right, no refuting that. All right, you Joe. You are senile. You have gone off the – Tell me that Anthony Swarzak and Jay Bruce are better than Robinson Cano and Edwin Diaz. Joe, let me humor you. Wait, let me humor you. Let me humor Scaff. Let me let me just do this for a second. So, Joe, say everything goes goes as planned, and they do whatever you say, and they win the NL East and lose in the you know NLDS because that's probably what they're destined for. Is this season a success with Robinson Cano? No, it's not. And I don't care what you say because you don't sign a guy, you don't or like excuse me, trade for a guy. And take on that much money in order to not win a championship. You don't get Edwin Diaz. Yeah. You don't get any of those guys. How about we talk about money real quick? How about we no, talk about money? Don't talk. No, no, no. 20, no, I need to talk about money. Cool, that's, that's Go give it to Bernie Madoff so he could blow it. Yeah, I know. Let's let's give Bobby a 13-year deal. Of, listen, we got rid of $36 million of Jay Bruce's contract. We paid $13 million last year. So, yeah, about around 20, it's $26 million, I think. So we got rid of $26 million of Jay Bruce. Seven million of Anthony Swarzak. That's thirty-one million dollars. We got rid of twenty million dollars of Robinson Cano's remaining one hundred twenty million contract. In those moves, single-handedly for the next five years, we have Robinson Cano. If you moved all the money from this deal, a five-year seventy million dollars for a perennial All-Star. There's no refuting that's that that's that that's a good. Move. When was the last time Robinson Cano was an All-Star? Too, who is tw- who's twenty million dollars? Literally just gets absorbed right into this deal, and we still have more money to spend. Apparently, that one I don't. That one I can't. Can, that can one you I'm not fight tell for. me how good Ryan Braun was after he got in trouble for steroids? He was. A, I'd still take Ryan Braun right now. He's an above no, average but player. I know that you would take Ryan Braun, but would you ruin your entire? Farm system by trading away your third and fourth prospects for Ryan Braun. Ryan Braun answer the question after his MVP year. Good, good, good. Okay, now was Melky Cabrera ever good again after he got bopped for steroids? No, yes, he was never that good when he when he wasn't. No, he, he was been the same he was player he was on the after Yankees, steroids he was very and good. before steroids. Answer the next question: How good was Alex Rodriguez after he got bopped for steroids? In he, the second was, time, 
he was what? 162. 39? That's two years younger. And- Stop it. 162. Okay. This whole season. Okay. Okay. All of these players that get in trouble for steroids and come back have are fucking terrible. They're not Except, good. Except what did Robinson Cano bat last year when he came back in 80 games? I have no clue. He batted 303, hit 10 home runs in he 50 He didn't play 80 games, games after he came back. Yes, so he, he did. All right, no, he, played, okay, he played like 60 games, whatever what? it was. He uh, might, no, because he, he wasn't playing every day. That's a fourth of the games. Joe, Joe he was not Cano playing every day. played 80 games last year. That's half the season. He was suspended half the season. He did not miss a game when after the suspension. Not no, one he, game. He played games before the suspension. I understand that. <laughs> but after like his six- suspension... He had an 80-game suspension. After his suspension, he did not miss a game. So after his suspension, he batted 303 with 10 home runs and like 40-something RBIs. Jeez. He was bad at the beginning of the season, but then he got better. Took steroids. So, oh, he took, he took steroids again, you think? If you, why not? These guys are just doing drugs on the Mets. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be new. Dale Strawberry. Didn't they want to trade away line. Noah Syndergaard, too. That Idiot. one. Because the only way you would trade away Noah Syndergaard is if you wanted prospects. And the only reason you would want prospects is if you were were rebuilding. And if you were rebuilding, you would not have traded away your prospects for Robinson Cano and Edwin Diaz. So how does trading Noah Syndergaard even remotely fit into any scenario? I don't get that. This is are too they much looking? Mets. This hurts my head. Where's are they the looking? Fire alarm. Are we they, need to go out of here. Are they looking for the? Wait, Joe, can you hear me right now? I knew Uh-oh. it. I knew oh, it. The I fire knew alarm. It. The fire it. alarm. His right, computer right. froze. His right. computer froze. Scaff, like, can we move on? We got. Yeah, I need. Right. Joe's I need dead. To. So the Mets are you're not talking so, about him. What, what should we go to next? Do we want to go to Harper, to Machado, Corbin, those guys? All right, we got to talk about – I think we should talk about the two best pitchers in the market, Corbin and Keuchel. Yep, I love that. Um, as we know, Patrick Corbin has gone around his East Coast tour of the major leagues. He has stopped at the New York Yankees, the Philadelphia Phillies, and the Washington Nationals of the ones we know. So what does this mean? Patrick Corbin is easily the best pitcher on the market. He has a career three RA. He had like a what a two eight something at the end of the year last year after starting the year very very hot, um, and he's gonna get a fuck ton of money for a lot of time. He's probably six years, um, a I'll lot of money, a hundred million. million. Yeah, I would yeah. say a hundred. And obviously, we know that the Yankees are the front runners for Patrick Corbin. Not only does yeah. he make sense in the rotation, but he would make their team probably fifty times better as a whole. And- and don't forget his brother pulled yes. out the Yankees hat at the wedding. For people that don't so. know the story, uh, Ken Rosenthal sent out a fire tweet. He goes, <laughs> uh, perfect Ken Rosenthal tweet. He goes, the brother of uh, Patrick Corbin sang a speech at the wedding, pulls out a Yankee hat, puts it on his head, and said, we hope you'll be moving home soon. Yeah, oh, so, my God. So pretty much... It's signed already. He signed. Yeah, he signed yesterday. I I do think he'll go to the Yankees though, because there's an obvious need there, and it, it it's a fit. And he I mean, want fit, and the guy's willing. So yeah, I, I think I mean it's just a perfect marriage, and I don't mind it for the Yankees. I don't think I would rather them get him than get like Kluber from the the Indians. Yeah. I, I, but I mean again, I'm open to the Kluber trade more so than any uh you know a lot of other people. But the for the Yankees part. 
Corbin provides them with that two to three starter that they get with Paxton as well. And then to add to Severino, it gives them the rotation. Like it solidifies that. I think they have a top uh, 10, maybe seven rotation. Could be even like top five if they, if, yeah. if they get um, Corbin. It all just depends on Corbin and, and Paxton and how they react to Yankee Stadium. Yeah. So I, I think Paxton will be easy. I think he's, I think that guy's ready. He's been in the league for a little while. He's peaking. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's he's right there. So is but so is Corbin. They're both like in prime, like ready to win now. Right, right so I agree. It, it, it fits for the Yankees. That's that's why I think the move. That's why I think the move makes sense too, because they have the money to spend. So there's there's a lot of things that kind of are working for them. I think the the next step for them after the the Corbin thing, because that's, I think that's, for me at least, that's something that is going to happen. And if it's not Corbin, then it's Keuchel. But I yeah. think the, the next move for the Yankees is going after that infielder that can – I don't know if it's even going to be a superstar, but someone that can make a difference for them. Even like Gene Segura, I saw he was yeah, available. I saw that too. And they got Paxton instead though, instead of uh, Segura. Yeah, but I, I, the Mariners GM's a traitor. He, he'll, he'll do whatever he can to make I mean, if move. the Yankees get Segura, I mean, that's the perfect guy for them. Yeah, he, he fits – In the interim, well, Dean's yeah. hurt. Yeah, and then when Didi slides, you know, you slide him over, you move on Duhar to first, you can do a ton of things with that. You know, they have versatility, so that it it's not again not a the Yankees are in a good spot, which is kind of like no shit. Like the Yankees are in a good spot, the Mets are in a bad spot. It's like, huh, this doesn't sound like the baseball I know. It's like, <laughs> but just, I don't know. That's where um, we're at. Uh, here's my thing though. He did meet with the Nationals, and so Mike Rizzo, the GM of the Nats, he is typically a very silent person during free agency. Normally he will, um, he will just like keep everything to himself and all meetings don't usually get leaked until later. But at Nats Winterfest, um, they asked him, the athletic asked him, they go, uh, you know, how was the meeting with Patrick Corbin? He said, yeah, well we made our, uh, contract pitch and it's a, a long-term deal and we hope he accepts it. It was just like, whoa. Um, they, I, I don't think at the end of the day, I don't think that they're even a serious option for Patrick Corbin. He's probably going to go Phillies or he's going to go to the Yankees. I've been saying Phillies since the beginning. I just would like to, I mean, it's good to see the Nationals make a push like that, though. And it is probably all smoke and mirrors for Bryce Harper. But yeah, what are you going to do? I mean, if they were to make them, if they were to make a move for a pitcher, I don't think that it's Corbin. I think it's like, I think it's Keichel for less money and smaller contract because he's older. Yeah, a little less term. But, um, the the thing about the pitching market this year is it's filled with two guys like the two top guys are people that I don't necessarily believe in. You yeah. know what I mean? They're not like it's not like you have the Madison Bumgarner or like the Corey Kluber, the, right. the even like the Noah Noah Syndergaard, where the guy that none of these guys have like top end potential. They you know mm-hmm. what they are. I mean, I know there are Keiko no front line starters. Young. I know Keiko want to Cy Young. It's a little different, but he, years ago, yeah, it's not the same pitcher that he was then. And and Corbin is another guy who's flashed inconsistency. So neither of them are like a home run guy. It's it's really one of the most interesting things to watch this this offseason is what's going to happen with those pitchers because there's so many of them and there's not a lot separating them. So yeah, that's one thing I definitely have my eye on. And also Corbin's now going to get like a ton more money. He's probably overvalued in the market just because there isn't no a, no a front line guy out there. And but good for him. Corbin's going to make fucking racks. No, and he did. He picked a great year to have his best Absolutely. season. Absolutely. Remember, uh, remember in fantasy baseball at the beginning of the year, he was simply the best pitcher by far. Yeah, and it was really confusing. 
way, way, like very confusing. I, dude, I barely knew the guy prior. So I, I'm going to, I think that just looking at the offseason right now and how it's kind of taking shape and what's, what's happening, I think the division that's under the most amount of like change and incoming change has to be the NL East. Easily. Just 100%. by, just because looking at it, the Braves are willing to spend, the Phillies are willing to spend, the Mets are willing to spend. The Nationals have to recoup everything that they're kind of losing. Everything's yeah. kind of falling apart right now. They're they're trying to keep it together. And then the Marlins are an absolute shit fucking yeah. bag. So, but the Marlins have some interesting things cuz every team in their division except for probably the Braves now is still looking for JT Ro- uh Romeo. Yeah. What is their fucking problem? They trade just him won't away. trade him. They won't trade him. And, and there's a ton of interest and now I guess the Mets or uh, actually, the Nats getting Jan Gomes kind of puts that to bed for they them. Put it too. to bed. Even Suzuki you, put it to bed. Can we can we hit on that Jan Gomes trade? Um, yes. For I'd love to. The, I love that for the Nationals. Me I fucking too. I Huge. love Jan, and I'm super sad that they got rid of him. The thing and and looking at the Indian side of it, it's like it, it's a salary dump. With yeah, let's in, get a little better in the in the long run. I will jump. You're a superstar for you. No, like, he's he's. he's re- He's a catcher. He's replaceable, but I like right. I like Jan, and he was he was on a good contract. It, it was just a matter of the Indians need to get better in certain areas, and the only way they can get better is by reshuffling. Not they can't just sign Bryce Harper with the right. money that they don't have. That's why he, people, and I, I'm going to continue with. That's why people I think are are misconstruing the whole Kluber thing. Everyone thinks that the Indians are rebuilding. What they're trying to do is trade for an outfielder that can make an immediate impact that can supplement their already great pitching. They don't need Cordy Kluber. They need another outfielder, mm-hmm. especially losing Michael Brantley. They, they have that, that desperate need. So that's where the Indians come in and everything that's, that's happening. They want a prospect, but they're going to want MLB talent. So they're, they're, I, they've been linked to a lot of teams too. I think that they get an MLB ready outfielder. They're not going to well, get a prospect. No, they will. If the, if, they do actually pull the trigger on a Kluber trade. It is going to be massive. I guarantee it. Me too. It's I agree. Be close to the Chris Sale trade. I think. Could be. Yeah. I, um, I don't know if they'll get the the name value, but they'll they'll get some they'll get guys back. Yeah. In in terms of Jan Gomes, so like this was the the Nationals' problem. The Weeder signing was the worst signing ever because that guy just fucking sucks at baseball. He can't run. He got he keeps getting hurt in the playoff game. He had that thing where he threw had made that terrible error that lost the game. Um, obviously two years ago, still nice. dwelling. Nice. Um, but Jan Gomes, dude, all-star catcher. I mean, he, I know he doesn't hit for a lot of power and he's like, he hit 270 last year, which will probably not be the same this year. He's a great defensive catcher. Um, he's caught great pitchers for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Apparently Max Scherzer texted him the night of the trade and like was talking to him. You know, obviously it's, he may do that for everybody, but that's pretty special because he knows it's going to be his catcher. And Kurt Suzuki was just added. Yeah. The Nationals definitely solidified their their backstop because that I mean that's a huge part of the game, especially for mm-hmm. a pitching staff so talented. They need guys that can manage that, and I don't know if Matt Weeders was doing that. Was not yeah. doing it. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he was doing a good enough job. So in our backup catcher, the young guy Pedro Severino, he batted one seventy in yeah, like one hundred and fifty at bats, yeah. and we were just like, Pedro, you can't do that. Pedro you can't have you not, doing that. It's not gonna fly, buddy. We're gonna it's get not gonna Kurt, fly here. You're gonna go down, You're gone, dude. For, for, can we talk about the the diversity on the on the Nationals roster? Are you kidding me? Jan Gomes, only player ever in the MLB from Brazil. I'm pretty sure Kurt, Kurt Suzuki's J- uh, Japanese. He's Korean. He's Korean. He's Korean, right? Uh, excuse me. I I, I apologize. Yeah, I don't know Korean. my Asian countries well enough. Um, 
uh yeah i mean they're pretty diverse school <laughs> i don't know how that applies to if they're good or not but they're pretty damn diverse wait what, i gotta what wait I, I, can i just say one thing random just yeah. please humor me yeah the anchor man where he's like where he talks about diversity you ever see that scene and he's like yeah. diversity is an old old wooden ship oh just a legendary scene i just i needed to bring that up i'm sorry continue scout <laughs> anyway the um <laughs> 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 so the, the uh, I was talking about the Nationals. Uh, it's just that like there, it shows that they're just not going to wait for Bryce. You know, like they want him. Obviously, they're probably they're. I think Rizzo's playing a little game. I think he's playing a little mental chess with Scott Boris, which I honestly don't think if he give it continues, he won't win. Scott Boris is playing multi-level fucking checkers over there. But, checkers. He's not playing yeah, chess. He's just no. playing two different Boris games of checkers. Two different, four different games of checkers at once. <laughs> and, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on pretty much. But Rizzo, no it seems like they're not, not gonna. It seems like they're not gonna <laughs> wait around though. You know, like Bryce either signs back and he signs back to a better team, or he doesn't, and we got to figure it out. Well, I, and that's all you can hope for. I mean, all right. you can hope for is that they they start to move forward, whether whether it's with him or without him. I mean, you can't just leave. You're, you can't be the Cleveland Cavaliers and leave your team right. hostage for LeBron James or, or Bryce Harper in this case, but you know, you need to get the analogy. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, showing that growth is something that, like, I'm going to compare it to the Cavs because it's kind of similar. It's something that the Cavs didn't do. They didn't put the necessary pieces around LeBron, and that's why he left. And you look at Harper now, the, the Nationals have really given him everything he could ask for. So mm-hmm. it makes sense for him to, you know, want to be a part of that team, but I I just think he wants – he does not want to be there. I think he – and I think you're uh, starting to get it, Scott. No, I'm not. I've I, become more solidified in my opinion over the free agency. I think I, I think it's I really just have. the way the market's playing out. There's a lot of teams interested. The Cardinals well, do I their name. Less. Like, I think there's less teams interested. I don't know. I think, I think that the Cubs have dropped out of the race completely because they don't have the money. They don't have it. They're not going to spend the, the $400 million. Uh They've dropped out of the race completely, and a lot of the t- a lot of people are saying. Buster only tweeted this out, and he said uh, MLB executives are saying that it's either going to be the Phillies or it's going to be the Nationals. And I think whoever goes first goes to the Phillies in in terms of Machado and Harper. Whichever I think, Domino falls first. Yeah, well, we'll they go could to both the Phillies. fall, dude. No, well, yeah, but I don't I don't agree with that assessment. I think that that there's no chance that happens. But um. If whoever goes anywhere first, it's going to be that person going to the Phillies, and then they don't sign the other guy. The other guy goes somewhere else. I think the Phillies are in number one chance. Whoa, 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 whoa. I have – I literally – this is breaking news, like, as we speak. I just got an update that said uh, Mariners are in serious talks with the Phillies about Gene Segura. How about that? That's crazy. Wow. That's a huge move. I love let's, that. If, if, let's, if, let's break this down. Let's think. Let's think about it out loud. So, uh, I'll, let me start. I'm gonna just yeah. say for the Mariners, obviously, it continues their their teardown, which mm-hmm. makes sense. They're gonna get a good prospect back, and for the Phillies, I think it eliminates Machado and it only strengthens Harper. Fuck. That is like. <laughs> Fuck me. Yeah, I, that, that hurts. Completely eliminates. Um, Machado. Machado. You would think. I mean, because now, well, you got to think. They're shortstop. They have. They have Segura. They have Kinger- Kingery too to play. Kingery's second base, second base. third base. He can do anything. Michael Franco is there. He's the third oh, base. Oh no. Yep. And then they have Carlos Santana's lopping up at first with. Yeah, but they're talking about trading Santana. They yeah, might trade probably- Santana 
in this in this deal. You think? I mean, it makes sense for the Mariners to to get yeah. back money. I mean, Santana's a veteran guy, just like the Phillies did last year. They got Santana as a veteran guy for not a ton of money. And yeah, like, no, his, and his contract's like it's 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 bigger for I guess like Carlos Santana shouldn't be making twenty million dollars. I but, agree, I agree. But like it's not an it's it's not a long contract. I think he has I two agree. more years left. So it's he, I think he signed the exact same deal Edwin and Carnacion uh, signed with the Indians. So there, that's interesting. But and here's the thing that like I think that the Mariners are ready to eat some money. Because like they know that their team is going to be ready for a while, yeah. So they can eat. They can eat some money this year. Prospects and take right. more prospects back. I, I, in my opinion, if they did that, that may it, like it makes a lot of sense. It makes right. a ton of sense. Joe, oh, you're back. Joe's back. Joe, we're talking about Gene Segura. He he may or Joe may back. not have just gotten traded to the Phillies. Joe. Oh, Joe can't even hear us. Joe, this is bad useless. radio. He's useless. The sponsors aren't going to like this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, let me ask you about this. Um, <laughs> fuck. Uh, is, dude, Machado's out on the Phillies, that means. That means he I mean, probably... It's not a guarantee, but it's... No, but it's he probably met in with my opinion, he's done. Yeah. He probably met with the Phillies, and the Phillies probably decided to go a different route. I mean, I wouldn't love, you know, having a guy on my team that says, I don't hustle like that. So it yeah, makes that's sense. so stupid that he, he did that. He's going to lose like 50 million. Himself. I was going to say 50 million. Exactly. So, dude, I, I think Harper, you put now. Now let's just get into the theoretical Phillies lineups because these are awesome, uh-huh. dude. It's it's almost as good as theoretical Yankee lineups that have like it's the theoretical Yankee lineups include like Aaron Judge, Giancarlo, oh, yeah. Harper, Trout. They're so scary, like every player imaginable. So I love for that a potential Yankee. If if we get if we get Segura at short, then like we said, Franco at second or third, Kingery and JP Crawford, then Reese Hoskins. Uh, no, I think that Hoskins Herrera move to first. Yeah, that's what I'm saying at first, and then Uh, Odubel Herrera in center. Herrera, who had a great Harper. I'm back. Okay, hello, Joe. (laughs) Breaking news. Gene Segura, Segura? has yeah. been rumored with the Phillies. Okay, so what Mark and I broke down so far. First thing we said, it's a good move for the Mariners because they're getting rid of. They're going to continue their dump. Second, it's a good move for the Phillies because the Phillies need players that are good. Um, Signed Bryce Harper. Yeah. Yes. What I said was right before the breaking news happened. Uh, I said that whoever goes first, either Harper or Machado, it will be to the Phillies, but I don't think both. And what this basically means is that Machado's out on the Phillies. I would wholeheartedly agree. Because even though I read something a couple days ago that uh, they were still going to try to have him play third base, he's not going to want to play third base. We've talked no. about that so many times. He's, he's a shortstop now. That's, that's what he is. So, uh, yeah, this takes him out of the running of Machado. For the Mariners, I get it. I get that they're rebuilding. Good for them. They just got some good players from the Mets. Probably going to get some good players from the Phillies. But... This organization is tired, man. Their fans are tired. Again, I said I was going to talk about fan bases a lot tonight. You go on Twitter and uh, you can see, like, even with the mess trade, they're upset. Yeah, they got a lot back, and we've already talked about that. But this team has not made the playoffs in 19 years. 19 fucking years. Yeah, that's tough. Longest in all the sports. Yeah, but longest in all of American professional sports. That's basically our lifetime. We've never seen the Mariners be good. That's unbelievable. Like, do they are Mariners fans really thinking like 
the team that most recently was ahead of them was the Buffalo Bills. And they went from not making the playoffs pretty much perennially to making it one year and then going back to shit. Yeah. Why I think Mariners fans have to understand, like, I know you've been through torture. I get it. But Just wait, though. They have to wait. If you wait and it is done the correct way instead of rushing into it by signing Robinson Cano to a massive deal that he's not worth, like, those things, avoiding those moves and building it through, you know, like, infrastructure, building it through your own system – is going to be beneficial because look at every team that's won pretty much recently. They've all had their, you know, homegrown studs. It's, homegrown. it's just Phillies, dude. Phillies have all their homegrown studs. Braves. Nationals uh, have the, had their homegrown studs. It's just murky. <laughs> Royals. It's just when you are, it seemed like, and we could obviously disagree with this, it seemed like last year the Mariners had something going and they yeah, were decently year. close yep. to competing. Yeah. They got so, blown by the A's. <laughs> So you could have went two ways. You could have added on to what you had, not trade Robinson Cano, not trade Paxton, not trade any of these guys. The money. They had the money. There's I, I mean, true, but you know, Robinson Cano before they traded him, he was the sixth biggest contract in MLB history. Yeah, so it's not like that. they hadn't done it before. I know, I know. Yeah, but they didn't but, have the money to sign anybody else. But again, they could have had the, you know, they're doing the opposite of what they could have done. They could have traded away prospects that aren't under big contracts yet to do something about it. And they were that close You're to right. competing. Right. So it's just, it just leaves a bad taste in Seattle's mouth, who has probably been begging for a team to compete into the playoffs every single year. They were close, and now they're just completely wrecking the doors down, blowing up. And it's going to take them at least, what, you think three, four years until they're competitive again? Probably. See, Joe, you and I are so different. It's it's painful. You're a total like win now at all costs. Let's just ruin everything we have for the future. Okay. For one shot at greatness. Yes. And my thinking is the future is more important than right now if you're not good. Bro, I'd but, much rather be the Astros and the fucking Of course. Yeah, of course. But you can't argue that they were a decent team last year. And the Indians, it's it's funny that you say that because you see that they're – I know they're trying to fill holes. Well, I'm talking about the Indians now. You see they're trying to fill holes by getting rid of Kluber, maybe Lindor. I think they said Lindor what? was off table. What are you talking Whatever. about? Dude, Lindor's not getting traded. Okay. What are you talking but they about? Said, they said that they're open to trading any player. Except Arthur for Lindor and Ramirez. You know what that is called? Okay. It, it so if they trade Corey Kluber, men, Carlos Carrasco, whoever they, whoever they end up trading, I know it would be to fill other spots – but that's not win now. You don't trade a yes, Corey Kluber caliber player win now. Just don't. There is a there is a reason that when Joe was gone, I literally said what the Indians were doing. I literally said that the Indians are reshifting because guess what, Joe? They have enough starting pitching. They don't need Corey Kluber to throw out five innings of four run baseball in the in the biggest game of the season for them. They don't need that. You know what they need? A guy who can come up and actually fucking score a run in the playoffs. Imagine. Exactly. Imagine if they had an outfielder that could play. I love Michael Brantley, and I wish they could resign him. He's gone. They need, dude. Who is their outfield? They have Leonis Martin, Bradley Zimmerman, Tyler Naquin. They have fucking a bunch of nobodies. They they need absolutely need an outfielder. Let's get. I've seen them throw around the name Yasiel Puig. I hate that. I hate that. that sucks. But this is terrible thing. I, and listen, I said the same thing with the Mets. Free agency exists for a reason. Why would you trade a 
person that you cannot argue that Corey Kluber Joe, the Indians would are be poor. in the center of They're a poor the franchise. Run. They're a poor franchise. You're telling me that they cannot sign one big player this year, this offseason. I, I am, I am guaranteeing you they can't. They're not going to sign him. Dude, Pollock wants like eight years. Well, don't give it to him. Give him something else. Yeah, he he just want it, but don't give him what he wants. He, he doesn't want it, Joe. Work he like won't that. take it. Gonna, if anybody signs AJ Pollock for eight years, I might eat this mess like shit. In it's the mess. I know. It's the mess. You know it's the mess. If anybody signs, listen, I'm going to make a declaration. If anybody signs AJ Pollock for eight shit. years, I will eat shit. <laughs> yes. 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 Oh, yes. I need these bets. That is a standing declaration. I, I need that makes that's me in my so life. happy. Eight I hope eight Pollock signs are twelve. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Pollock is already like thirty years old. So yeah, yeah, yes. he is. Signs for twelve, then I'm gonna eat your shit. No, and that's no. yes, that's kinky. I love that. Eight or greater. Don't sponsors are not gonna love that. They are not gonna love that. The sponsors are not gonna be in for that. I don't <laughs> like that. Listen, Joe. The Mets are gonna sign AJ Pollock for ten years. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be glorious. If they sign, I'll eat shit in City Field. If they do that. AJ is AJ Pollock. I will go on the Jason field Bay. with a log of shit in my hand. Go to center field and be like, "This is what I think of the deal." Eat shit right in front of AJ Pollock in center field. That's what I'll do. Dude, what I can't what a good fan you are. I can't believe that the Phillies are now gonna get Harper because they're getting Segura. This sucks. I gotta go. I gotta go. Okay, Segura. every single day. Every single day that the Nationals don't sign Bryce Harper, would you agree that they have less of a chance of getting no, him? No, I, 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 I said the exact opposite thing while you were gone. I said <laughs> every day free agency has passed, I've only become more confident that he's going to sign back. Really? Yeah, teams are dropping out. You keep hearing less and less about people chasing after Harper. Yankees, like I would say that there's like a, a 3% chance he signs there now. Yeah, I, I would say yeah. the Cubs have also dropped out. The White Sox. Oh, really? You, you think the Cubs eight? have completely dropped out? Yes. I think I think Theo Epstein uh, made it clear that he wasn't going to go after anybody. I don't know. If, if you would ask me, I would say the Cubs are still the front runners. The Phillies are second and the Nationals are third. The Phillies have re-entered the conversation, and I know you guys probably talked about this while I was gone, but the Braves are in the conversation now, too. They're, said, no, they're not, dude. I read something that said <laughs> the Cleveland Indians or the um, Atlanta Braves have a better chance of signing LeBron James than Bryce Harper. I read that. I know. I don't think did you saw, did you read that from Nats fan two hundred three on? No, the- no. <laughs> I don't even care if he goes to the Braves. I would prefer that. So the Braves. Oh, what if oh, he goes to the Mets? Maybe he's not going to the Mets, guys. Let's, <laughs> Dude, let's if, just play what if. Okay, yeah, okay. If he goes no, to the Mets. I mean, has to go no, Joe I off the rail. Decoration. I made a standing decoration. This is my turn. Will you eat shit if he goes to the Mets? No, I'm not. Say yeah. There's a chance. You know, there's a chance he goes to the Mets. No, yeah. I'm fine. I'll eat shit if he goes to the Mets. Fuck you. If he goes to the Mets, yeah, fuck you. I don't care. He's not you going. You might have to just kill yourself. You might have to not just end it. Not going to the Mets, guys. There's that, no chance that that happens. Two stealing decorations to eat poop on this on just on this podcast alone. That's a new record. And one of them, the and they weren't for me. And they weren't for me. <laughs> Yours was crazier than ours, dude. Relax. Dude, that was, you guys don't understand how morally like conflicting I, I was when I was watching the Indians play. I was like, I want them to win, but at the in the back of my mind, if I if they lose, I don't have to eat poop. I don't I think, think it's moral. It's not morally happen. bad to eat poop, is it? Does it say anywhere no, in the Bible was, not to eat poop? There was I, a moral. I must have missed that chapter. It was, it was a moral and and you know internal dilemma 
that I was that I was I was under. I was in a wave of uncertainty. I didn't know L- what to literally internal. I mean, you would make it yourself and then put it back in your body. Yeah, that's oh, double was, internal. I was, I was cooking up something good. If if I did it, I was going to KFC yeah, and Chipotle, and then I was eating it. I was okay. getting explosive diarrhea. Listen, I was eating soup. Cut it out. <laughs> the rails. Cut it back out. on top of. Listen, <laughs> sponsors um, don't like that. Right. <laughs> sponsors don't like that. The um. <laughs> so <laughs> now that we think that Machado's out on Philly. What happens now? Dude, I don't know um, where Machado's going. The Yanks are going to pursue him. Yeah. No, dude, they're not. They I don't think they are. I don't think they are. They looked at Segura, too. They couldn't get him. I I think that there's less of a chance of the White Sox getting him because they haven't made any other moves yet. We're in December now. I know it's still they're, early, but they're not I, I've heard nothing. He's not yeah, they're not contenders anymore. I would agree with that. I think that... Uh, Philly still has a chance at Machado playing third just because they're a win-now team. Don't think he's going to go there, though. Um, I don't know. Machado is in a tough spot. because I think the Dodgers are front-runners still because even though Corey Seager is going to be back, they can put him at third base. But again, who's going to pay Manny Machado to play shortstop besides the Yanks? And then they have to move Didi. What about uh, Seager would go to third base. Can we, uh, can we get a – what about Turner, then? Turner could go to second. First. Oh, holy shit. Holy shit, guys. Holy shit. I forgot what I was going to say about the Dodgers and the Indians trade. Cody Ballinger is going to get traded for Corey Kluber. No. Why I not? Would, dude, you want the dumbest that? thing ever. I would take Corey Kluber and, I mean, Julio Urias and Cody Ballinger for Corey are, Kluber in an are you absolute. Tell me that's what they want to offer them? That quickly is how quickly I would accept that Listen, deal. Listen, I'm, I'm, Mark, that'd I'm be very, the biggest win ever for the Indians. Get, get woke, Joe. Get woke. I'm very, very nervous about Julio Urias, dude. This is the third time he's been in the league, third year in a row, and he has not found it yet. I know he's still very young. Yeah, he's he 22. Got hurt. He got hurt. Yes. Listen, but that's, that's why, that's the, why the Indians make the trade. Now, that that's he why the hasn't Indians make the trade. I, I would agree, but I don't know what he's going to be. He hasn't put it together yet, and he's gotten worst case. Tries. Worst case, he becomes an electric bullpen arm. It's fine with me. It's fine with me. Fair I, I think you're just undervaluing Corey Kluber. I mean, he's literally the third best pitcher in the league, maybe. Am I undervaluing Corey Kluber, or am I watching as he throws over 200 innings five seasons in a row? The man has amassed more innings than just about any other pitcher the last five years. There is a so yes, you are undervaluing. Arm. No, that's that's ridiculous, dude. There's, that's something called consistency. Besides taxing on the arm, when you're a good pitcher, you can pitch 200 innings every single year. You're not for due for Tommy John. For that doesn't long? happen. No, I'm not, not saying old, he's due for Tommy John. I'm due. He's due for his arm to fall apart, how though. Old he's, is he? he's, I he's disagree. Breakdown soon. He's 32. Randy Johnston pitched till he was 45 and never had a problem with his arm. Pitched two yeah, innings the whole time. Joe. Randy Johnson again. Yeah, Joey John, uh, Randy Johnson is literally one of the best pitchers of our generation. Please compare Kluber them. You don't great. think Corey Kluber love. is? You do I don't think he's, Corey Kluber is one of these. He's, he's one what? Three Cy Youngs? Johnson. Is Corey Kluber, Randy Johnson confirmed? No. Don't don't ever compare those two. You don't ever. Corey yeah. Kluber. Corey Randy Kluber. Randy Johnson was love. a lefty. He threw 101 and just. Could not be hit in the Dude, steroid era. My name was the big unit. I there's understand. not a better nickname. Like, there's Can't no be better, better than that. Corey Kluber is on your team. You're supposed to be the one defending him. This is ridiculous. Corey Kluber is one of the best pitchers of our generation. How, do you agree with that? I agree with that. I, sure. I agree. Yeah, he's fine. That's fine. I love Corey. Dude, don't get me wrong. You said that, Randy Johnson, bro. All I'm I just saying want you is, to not say that. For the longevity of the Indians franchise. I was using Randy move. Johnson because he never got hurt. There have been people throughout their entire course of their career that didn't have a big arm injury. 
Corey Kluber can be that exception. There's no reason that he can't be. He takes hey, care Trevor of himself. Trevor Bauer's emerging as a better pitcher. Why even keep Kluber? Address your problems. Well, Bauer, Bauer's not going to resign with the Indians. Bauer said trade him. He said he literally said next year trade me, which I'm yeah, fine no, with he too. Says that, that guy's a psycho on Twitter, and we're 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 no, literally he, he, like, he means it. He that, means it. But no, he's he a psycho it. on Twitter. No, he means it. I'm telling you, he does, dude. He's going to sign one year deals. No, I know every about the one year season. deals, but he's no one will do that for him probably. He's going to make less money in the long run. He's going to make less money. You think he cares if he's signing one year deals? He can play every with every team. Steve, like he can literally play with any team he wants. Why would he want to do that? Because <clears throat> he can win a World Series every single season. It's who he yeah, is, dude. Why does Curry, why does Trevor Bauer does a lot of things that people don't know what he's doing? I, if he wants to do it, that's fine. He's gonna be an arm for hire. Yeah, he's a he's a hired gun, literally. That's I just I, hate I, that. I don't I love that. think no loyalty. I, I love that. It's being it's way unlike too... anything else. I think you're being way too lazy, or not lazy, but easy with the fact that Corey Kluber couldn't be an Indian. I think that would set you guys back significantly. How? Joe, 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 Joe. Who competes? Let me, Scaff, let me handle this just because this is firing me up. Who competes with the Indians next year? Every other team not in their division. If you're talking about in their division, <laughs> so you have, so you're telling me you have a free pass to the playoffs. Yeah, right? yeah. So, right. Yes. Where, where yes. anything can happen once you're in the playoffs. Yes. Okay. And what team did you have this year that lost in the playoffs in three games embarrassingly? The one with Corey Kluber. The yeah, one right. with Andrew Miller. The one with Cody Allen. The one with Josh Donaldson. Clearly, those names aren't doing it. Do you not understand that? Two straight years, they've been eliminated in the first round. Corey Kluber's salary is only going up. The Indians are a cheap franchise. Cash out on your assets as quick as you can. I agree. There, there, <laughs> three more. <laughs> There is no reason to get rid of a player if you were competing for a World Series yes, there of is. that caliber. Yes, there ready is. for this? There Wait, will ready? never, ever be a reason for that. Listen to me. Listen to me, Joe. When you have Carlos Carrasco, Trevor Bauer, Danny Salazar, Mike Clevenger, and and Shane Bieber, five starters right there, and they had their number one prospect is a pitcher. You were so putting they- Shane Bieber and Danny Salazar in the rotation over Corey Kluber yes, just to so, address a little bit, like this much of an issue. Cody Bellinger didn't have that good of a year last year if you're trading him. I don't know who you're trading to get. Three. You're a dumbass, Joe. How long is Corey Kluber signed till? I don't know. Too he's long. For two, two more years. Three more years. Two more years. It's, 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 it's three more years. It's, it's three more two. years. It it's up this year and next year. Regardless, I'd rather him for two more years. You're competing for a World Series. There is no reason that you should not have Corey Kluber on your team competing for a World Series. Some other team is going to jump on that. That's why I people hope they want do. him. That's fine, and, they will. and he'll be good, and he will be good. But guess what? Yeah, Sometimes you need good. to trade things that are good to get better. Yeah. Sometimes what you currently have, even though it looks great, doesn't work and gets you eliminated in three games. You without can't blame Corey Kluber for getting eliminated in three games. Jose oh, Ramirez, oh. Francisco Lindor, Josh Donaldson went 0 for 19 in that no, in those Francisco three games. Francisco Lindor hit two home All runs right. in that series. It was it was Yikes. Ramirez, Donaldson, and maybe Encarnacion. <laughs> you're yeah, pulling three quarters of their infield right. one over nineteen. You, you can't win like that. Games you don't even know now. You're just guessed. You just no. Guessed. no. The offense was guessed. the problem, dude. Corey Kluber didn't. Hit, I, their offense was the problem, and how do they address that? They don't have the money. They, they have offense. to trade. They get you more offense have, to address the you, offense, you Mark. Pitching Mark, I know. Mark, I know. They I get know. More offense. Do you not understand that they're getting what they need? From something they have more of, they have more pitching. Why can't you get rid of? 
if you could trade a 90 overall for a 90 overall and take a spot where you're weak and upgrade it and take a spot where you're strong and leave it decent, at least the Indians uh, rotation would be decent if they don't have Corey Kluber. I still think it's top 10 in the MLB, maybe top five. It's still a nails rotation. You can get maybe a bullpen piece and maybe an outfielder. Two things that you're not going to be able to get otherwise. Two things that you absolutely need. Why do you not make that move? Damn right, bro. Did I sell you? We're moving on. We're moving on from this topic. I'm sorry. Listen, I get your point of view. I will never be sold on selling Corey Kluber. It's just not not who I am. That's a 32-year-old pitcher still in his prime. All right, so Kyle, do you want to sell Max Scherzer for no. Max Scherzer's Chris Bryant for Kluber? Sorry. Well, barely. Nope. Barely. Nope. In the playoffs, he's nope. he's literally the same. So, nope. what's the difference? Nope. Max Scherzer is better than Corey Kluber. The the Nationals also don't have four pitchers beaming with potential that can just James take over. Salazar is not have, Corey Kluber. We don't have it right. Like five we, games right, in We don't have as good as a rotation as the Indians won. We have a significantly better outfield, even without Bryce Harper. Exactly. So in our end, we have the faster shortstop in the league. They're different teams. The, easily the third best or fourth best third baseman in the National League. No second baseman. It's fine. No first baseman. <laughs> don't worry about it. It's okay. But it's now okay. we have a catcher. Things two are looking up. Two catchers. Two catchers. You people forget. We got two of them. Do you yeah. see the hypocrisy? You wouldn't trade a 35-year-old Max Scherzer because no. he's a really good pitcher, but you would trade a 32-year-old Corey Kluber no, because no. Our, needs needs are not the same. our needs are not the same. We have pitching it's, needs. They like, don't. You have multiple needs. There's a lot of things that the Nationals need to that, do. That, that's irrelevant. Just like these can spend. The Nationals have okay. money. Go. The Indians there, don't. The They're a poor team. If you look at that through your head. Ready? Cleveland Indians are going to make the playoffs. Stop it. Cleveland Indians are going to make the playoffs very easily. Nationals are not. Cleveland Indians don't have any money. The Nationals do. The Cleveland Indians doesn't have an outfield. The Nationals do. The Cleveland Indians have a lot of pitching. The Nationals don't. So the Nationals wouldn't trade Max Scherzer because they don't have pitching. And the Indians would trade Kluber because they do. They wouldn't trade Max Literally Scherzer. They have simple. money to sign. The Indians would trade Kluber because they don't. Joe, Indians, there are Indians payroll ranks in 2018. It's 14. I, I don't think that they're payroll ranked. What are they projected to rank in 2019? It's a small market, Joe. You Joe, need to think about yeah. that. There is, they're notorious for there's penny. They're the top yeah. half of the league in payroll. It's not like they have no money to spend. And no, they just got rid of. And they're not signing Andrew Miller. That's a huge contract that they just got rid of. Joe, stop trying to talk to me like you know how the Indians work more than I, I do. I know how baseball works. No, Joe, you, they you don't spend money. Trains. The biggest yeah. contract in their entire franchise history went to Edwin Encarnacion two years ago. It was three years, sixty million below market. That's the only reason they got him. So they don't have. They're not a big market. Nobody lives in Cleveland. Look at Jake. Jake's grinning right now because knows I'm so right. Yeah, he lives. They literally are a baseball team in Ohio. I want you to know that. God. Lost so to Cincinnati, Cincinnati which is terrible. And, that's, and the difference between Cleveland and Cincinnati is vast. You don't see Cincinnati doing that. So it doesn't matter the geographical location. Whoa. They're still going to sign a big name if they need it. If you think the, the Indians have been rumored for Bryce Harper, you know that. Right? No, they have not. Joe, they traded. They wanted to that was trade. A trade. That was a trade. That was a trade, buddy. They have never been rumored to sign free agent Bryce Harper. Never. Ever. Ever. Even ever, ever. 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 So never gonna spend listen, I have one more thing dollars. to say. I have one more thing to say about it. Instead of signing AJ Pollock, who is a perfectly good 
replacement for whoever you would lose or a perfectly good addition, you would rather trade Corey Kluber. No, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather, ready for this, sign Francisco Lindor to a huge extension so we don't lose him in two years. That's what the Indians are saving their money for. He has, he, he's not, he, he's filed for arbitration in two years. He does not have two years left. He has sure. much more time left as an Indian. So I don't know what you're trying, what point you're trying to make. Why would you do that right now if you're trying to win a World Series in 2019? To put money into someone who's already guaranteed a contract for the next four years. It makes no sense. Joe, uh, how much Joe. is he going to get in arbitration, do you think? 30? No, no no one has ever gotten $30 million in arbitration. Bryce Harper got ever. 21. And Trout got 23. Is Francisco okay. Lindor Mike Trout? He's very good. He's not Mike Trout. He's not well, getting he's got a really good lawyers. People forget that. People forget that so, lawyers. Francisco Lindor now has... This, is, this was his last year of arbitration. Oh, yikes, Joe. So. Okay, so how many, many years left have on his apologize. deal? You, you might, you might be making apologize my point to the sponsors. further. No, you apologize might be making my point further. How long has he signed till? Without so he's set. Apologize he's right now. Age 25 season, age 26 season, age 27 season. So he's three seasons left on his deal. You were right. One more than I thought. Great. Joe, apologize to the sponsors immediately. Why would I apologize? I was right. He Pocket Cast said that I was right. Pocket Cast is upset. Apologize just right now. that I was right. Please so apologize, why would you try let me finish. Why would you try to address a point like that and put that much money into something that's guaranteed for the next three years when you're in win-now mode trying to win World Series? Please Not apologize to Pocket Cast. Joe, how do you apologize. stay in win-now mode? How Sorry? do you stay in win-now mode? Please apologize to Pocket Cast. You stay in win-now mode by keeping one of your best players. Probably your best player. Listen, Joe, we're going to wrap up the episode. Trying, wrap yeah. it up right now. Please wrap it up. I can't wrap listen to Joe. Joe is spewing garbage in my We've face. Had enough right garbage can Unbelievable. Joe tonight. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Um, Please let us know. Please let us know in voicemails, comments. This was your very first uh, free agency episode. How does it feel? Does it feel good? Oh, it feels good. Can I get a one minute opinion? Yeah, you can. My one minute opinion: Bryce Harper's going back to the Nationals, and so is Dallas Keuchel. How you done? That's your one minute opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I know mine. So, did anyone watch that Wilder versus Fury fight yesterday, or at least see the? See the highlights? No. My guy, Tyson Fury, got leveled. Uh, leveled. Wasn't he Tyson was Fury out. a WWE guy? No. He was. I no. think he was. No. no? I'm pretty no. sure he was. Okay. So he's a boxer, and um, he got leveled by Wilder. And I don't know how. At eight, he just stood up. Like, it. there was, like, Undertaker resurrection memes. Like, hilarious <laughs> stuff. It was, it was unbelievable. The man looks like Shrek. Like he is an ogre, and it's <laughs> it was maddening to watch that a man just take that much physical abuse, get up, and literally just spit on his body and his part uh, opponent. It was awesome. Love America. <laughs> Joe, go ahead. Um, so one of the viral videos going around right now is that neck video. Do you guys know <laughs> no, about I that? Hate, I hate that damn neck video. Uh, I think it addresses an important point. That all necks matter. And every single neck that exists is unique, different, and beautiful. And we need to acknowledge that. So I, I appreciate those two uh, young men or whatever uh, whatever science lab they were created in. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, what, what we really need to know from that is that necks do matter. And all necks are unique and beautiful. And I love necks. Support them <laughs> equally. All right, Joe, I'm going to guess your team long neck. 
<laughs> I am. I'm te- I, I don't know. I'm te- I might be Team Thick Neck. Is that one? Uh, I yeah. do like it. Uh, like yeah, two like C's? Three C's, actually. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right, boys. I think this has been a good free agent episode. We will be back in the podcast feed in one month. Um, please don't hate us too much for selling out and advertising. We still love you. Sponsors um, are gonna like that. Sponsors are definitely not gonna like that. <laughs> and um, uh, be on the lookout for the next sode. In the meantime, keep up on the callitlookingshow dot com. Check the epi out, bro. Check the epi. Check the epi. <laughs> Don't get caught looking. Oh, that was one crazy party. I am hungover. I woke up this morning in some Japanese family's rec room, and they would not stop screaming. Oh, yeah, I ate a big red candle. All right, guys, let's focus up. Morning, everyone. Here are the stories we're going to be chasing today. It looks like Ling Wong, the rare panda at the San Diego Zoo, is pregnant. This is a big one. Now, this could be the big story of the summer. Network is going to be wanting plenty of coverage. And speaking of network, word on the street is they're looking for a new anchor. So, Ron. Network? Are they here? In addition, a lot of you have been hearing the affiliates complaining about a lack of diversity on the news team. What in the hell's diversity? Well, I I could be wrong. But I believe uh, diversity is an old, old wooden ship that was used during the Civil War era. Ron, I would be surprised if the affiliates were concerned about the lack of an old, old wooden ship. But nice try. Uh, Diversity means the times are changing. And with that in mind, Ron, are you paying attention? Nope. Well, this concerns all of us. Okay. Keeping that in mind, I'd like to introduce the latest addition to the KVWN news team directly from WYPN in Asheville, North Carolina, Ms. Veronica Corningstone. Hello, everyone. I just want you all to know that I look forward to contributing to this news station's already sterling reputation. 